I want to make everyone comfortable, so let's talk about abortion. Specifically, Florida's new law, which bans abortions at 15 weeks. Governor Ron DeSantis signed it just last week and is being held a hero from conservatives across the country. However, I wonder how many of them have actually stopped to think about what they're praising. There are no exceptions for rape, incest, or human trafficking. Okay, that's on par with a lot of bills in red states at the moment. It's far right, but it makes sense. There is an exception for the life of the mother. Again, something that has been standard in almost every anti-abortion bill that I can recall. But there's one more exception, fetal abnormalities. If two doctors certify that a baby will not live long after birth, an abortion will be permitted under this law. Now here's a big head scratcher. I thought conservatives didn't like stuff like this. Anti-abortion zealots and organizations will always talk about real-life scenarios in which doctors recommended an abortion for a fetal abnormality, only to find out after birth that the baby was fine. It was Dr. Era that would have snuffed out a life based on incorrect, fallible information. But sidestep this whole doctors-don't-know-everything concept. Shouldn't conservatives be against abortion because abortion takes a life, regardless of how disabled that life may be? It is still a life. Makes you wonder, why is this big gaping exception for abortion inside what is supposed to be an anti-abortion bill? There will always be at least two doctors in the state who will say there's a fetal abnormality whether there is or not. Abortions are popular and doctors are going to be able to loosely apply this standard. That's just the reality. We've all heard about doctors performing back alley abortions before Roe v. Wade. So if there's a legal loophole here, they will surely jump on it. So think, all this two-doctor rule does is put abortion out of the hands of certain people, lower-income individuals who will not have equal access to abortions. The wealthy will have no problem. Going to two doctors won't be cost-prohibitive, plus they'll have extra money that might be needed to massage a doctor into classifying that abortion as a fetal abnormality. Being wealthy doesn't just buy you Lamborghinis and homes, it buys you a ticket to the other side. You are no longer held to the same standard as poor people. You can afford the justice you want. Whatever the law says, you can buy, obfuscate, or bribe your way out of it. If the law only places a financial restriction around something, you can afford it. Like George Carlin says, the government is a big old club and you ain't in it. Let's take a minute and compare this 15-week loophole to another system in which politicians have engaged in legal rigging. The war on drugs has been raging for over half a century. Blacks and whites use drugs at almost the same rate, yet blacks are arrested nearly three times more for a drug-related offense. And that's not the end to the racial disparity. Nearly 80% of people in federal prison and 60% of people in state prison are black or Latino most of which are there for, you guessed it, drug-related offenses. Furthermore, prosecutors are twice as likely to pursue a mandatory minimum sentence for black people when compared with white people charged with the same crime. So in a nutshell, no one can legally use drugs, but only white people are excused from the penalty. Kind of like this new abortion law. It's illegal for everyone after 15 weeks, unless you have the money and resources with your two doctors to qualify for one. Did you know that nearly 50% of women getting an abortion are unmarried? Plus, almost 50% of those women receiving an abortion live below the poverty line. I couldn't think of a better way to craft legislation that virtue signals to pro-lifers while also providing a convenient loophole. Probably so those same pro-lifers and their loose daughters can get the abortions they want and need. 
Have you ever seen politically conservative women? They parade around like slutty plastic dolls, skirts cut high, tops dipping low, and they won't go anywhere without a man. And don't forget the conservative harpies on TV. Nearly one in four women will have an abortion by the time they are 45. Believe me, there are plenty of church regulars mixed in with those numbers. An unplanned pregnancy is still unplanned, and the very people who chant it's a life sure don't want to be inconvenienced by it. Personally, I've lost count of the number of Republicans or pro-lifers or Christian women I've known who've had an abortion. At the end of the day, the GOP put out a bill that appeases the base, but still allows them to obtain an abortion for their bratty and slutty daughters. It's just a whole bunch more of that rules for thee, but not for me mentality that we've been getting from politicians for decades. So whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, be forewarned. This bill is nothing but a bunch of poppycock. It's a bunch of crap written by a bunch of politicians who want to con individuals into voting for them, when in reality, they aren't doing anything for the cause.